As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. everybody. Welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I am Nurse Mo, and this is episode 129. And today we're going to be talking a bit about the incredible power of setting and following routines, consistent routines. So if you're a nurse or a nursing student who often feels like your days run away from you, you're constantly on the struggle bus, then this episode is for you. But first, before we dive into that, of course, I want to take a moment for our listener shout out. And this one goes to Linda, who writes that this podcast is a great refresher. She says, Hi, Mo, I'm finding your podcast a really valuable resource for reinforcing and gaining new knowledge. I am a nurse in Australia with over 30 years experience in a few different areas over my career, and I'm currently an anesthetic nurse for the last 10 years. You have a great gift for explaining various topics in a way that old and new nurses can understand and retain, and I look forward to listening to topics related and unrelated to my area of practice. Linda, thank you so much for the reminder that as nurses, we are always learning. So if you're on the fence about listening to this podcast because you're not actually a nursing student, take it from Linda. This podcast can be a great refresher for you. Okay, so let's talk a bit about routines, you guys. And specifically, what I want to focus on the most is a morning routine and how absolutely transformative that it can be for you. So this year, starting back in January, I really made a commitment to develop, first of all, develop and then follow a consistent morning routine. And I'll be the first to tell you that I don't always do it, but I'm always working towards improving, right? So one of the things about morning routines is that before I started doing the morning routine or even thinking about the concept of having a morning routine, I noticed I was feeling really burned out, really overwhelmed, and drained, I think would be a really good word. And so when I do my morning routine, you guys, I feel like I have started the day doing the most important things that I need to do for me so that I can fill up my cup and then the rest of the day, I give 100% back to my family, my friends, and you guys. So here's something for you to think about. Think about what your mornings are like right now and be honest with yourself about this. Are they calm? 
Are they centered? Are they consistent? Are they joyful? And if they are fantastic, I'm so, so happy for you. But if you're like a lot of us, those mornings might be chaotic, unpredictable, uh, crazy, everybody running around, stress, maybe you forget things, forget to take certain supplies with you when you leave the house, maybe you're eating your breakfast in the car. Like those types of mornings are absolutely not uncommon, especially when you have a lot of demands on your time. If you're a nursing student, you are being pulled in 500 directions. And if you're a nurse, you're also really busy. You have a demanding job and then probably a life outside that as well. So today we'll talk about morning routines, hopefully give you some ideas for starting a morning routine and what it might entail. Of course, I think we should talk a little bit about some of the realities, the special realities that nurses and nursing students face is that not every day is the same, right? If you're a nurse and you work day shift, then some days of the week you're getting up really, really, really early to get to work by 6.30, 6.45, 7 a.m. If you're a nursing student, some days you'll have class at 8, some days you'll have clinical at 6.30 in the morning, other days you're um, doing online classes and you just have to commute over to wherever you've got your desk set up. So not every day is going to be the same like people who have that typical standard 9 to 5 job. So I think we have to also have a realistic approach to our morning routine setup. So what I'm going to invite you to do as I talk through this is we're going to be talking about an ideal morning routine. And then I want you to also have something called an expedited morning routine. And that would be for those days when you do have to leave the house at 6 a.m. I don't want you getting up at 3.30 in the morning to do your morning routine unless that brings you total joy, then of course do it. But you don't want your morning routine to become the master of you, right? You don't want it to start stressing you out. We're creating a morning routine to kind of get rid of some of that stress, make our mornings more joyful, okay? So we'll talk about a full morning routine, an ideal morning routine, and then an expedited morning routine. So to give you guys an idea of what my morning routine entails, the whole routine takes just under a couple of hours, maybe an hour and 45 minutes, sometimes a little longer if I'm moving especially slow. But the components of my ideal routine are once I'm out of bed, I go downstairs and I take my supplements. I added this to my morning routine because I am way more likely to remember to do something at the beginning of the day versus right before I go to bed when I'm tired and I don't want to be bothered if I get in bed and I remember, oh my gosh, I forgot to take my supplements. Am I really going to get out of my cozy warm bed and go all the way downstairs? Probably not. So I do this first thing in the morning. And with that, I drink a bunch of water because you have to drink water when you take your supplements. So two items on my morning routine list are supplements and water, and I kind of take care of those at the same time. And then I 
get my coffee together. And those of you that have seen my Instagrams or heard me talk about my coffee, it's a production. It's amazing, but it takes a little bit of work. So I get my coffee together. And while it's brewing, I'll do some other things in the kitchen, like unload the dishwasher, things that make me feel like I'm running my home in an efficient manner. Because I don't know about you, but when my house is a mess, my mind and heart are a mess as well. So I just like to do things that help keep things running smoothly at home. Maybe I'll fold a little bit of laundry or put a little bit of laundry away while I'm waiting for that coffee to brew. And of course, I will feed Oliver and give him a little brush if I've got the brush handy and he'll allow it. And then the other thing that I do is exercise. And right now I'm not doing a long, long exercise routine because I'm recovering from this really annoying knee injury that I had, but I try to at least do something kind of knee rehabish, like I'll get on the Peloton or I'll do some yoga, something like that. And then now my coffee's ready. I'm ready to go. I'll shower, do hair, makeup, get dressed, head to toe, full outfit, Well, if yoga pants and a t-shirt are a full outfit, my point is I'm not wearing my pajamas all day, you guys. Um, Dressed, hair, makeup, look good, feel good. And that's my morning routine. So I want you to start thinking about what components could be in your morning routine. And the idea is to do things that make you feel less stress, that make you feel like you're caring for yourself, do things that set you up for a positive day, and something that's good for you. Okay, so that's the kind of stuff I want you to think about for your morning routine. So a lot of people incorporate things like journaling. And I'm not saying sit down for an hour with your journal, maybe just five minutes of journaling. Maybe it's reading scripture or praying or meditating or going for a walk or going out into the garden and checking on the plants, brushing the cat, taking the dog for a walk, sitting down at the table with your family for breakfast, or at least connecting with your partner over a cup of coffee or a healthy smoothie or something so that you start the day connecting with people that you love. Maybe it's other forms of exercise or even folding the laundry. For some people, that makes them happy. As long as it's not making you feel stressed, then think about what you can put into your morning routine. And then if you guys are really interested in taking a deeper dive into routines and habits and goal setting and goal achievement, I would invite you to check out the author Michael Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T. That's what got me started on this pattern of incorporating a morning routine into my life. And part of what Michael Hyatt talks about is as you're designing your morning routine, list out all the things that you want to accomplish in your routine, and then assign an amount of time to that routine, that item. So, you know, brewing the coffee, three minutes, exercising, 40 minutes, whatever it is, list it out and then tally how much time it takes. And then I want you guys to take that and look at your schedule and be very honest with yourself about which days of the week 
you can realistically commit to doing this ideal morning routine. And then looking at, you know, your other commitments for the day, like say you have to be online for a class at eight and your morning routine takes an hour and a half, well, then you know you have to get out of bed at 6.30 in the morning in order to get your routine, in order to get to class on time or to work on time or whatever it is. So when you know you're getting up at 6.30 in the morning, now you need to think back and really analyze what time you should be in bed the night before. And you guys, this is the framework around which you build your life. What time you go to bed, what time you get up, doing your routine, and then getting that positive start to the day. You guys have heard me talk over and over again about how nursing students stay up way too late. And I know you guys are so busy and you have so much to do. And so many of you are up in the middle of the night, writing papers, doing projects, studying, um, putting care plans together, whatever it is. And then how do you think that sets you up for the next day? It doesn't. It's going to make you suffer the next day. You'll be more depleted. When I was a student, right away, I knew that this was a common problem for nursing students, and I knew I would not thrive in that environment at all. So I set a goal of getting in bed, asleep by 11 p.m. every night, and I met that goal every single day day that I was a nursing student. In fact, most of the time I was in bed by 10 p.m. So I always made that a priority. I had a framework around which I built my life and my framework, you guys, and I'm not even exaggerating, was my bedtime because I knew if I was going to be in bed by 10 or 11 and I would schedule out my day, I planned very well. I managed my time um, with very strict precision because I was not going to be that student that was up at two in the morning trying to study and retain information when my brain and my body were exhausted. So I had my plan for the day and I knew that if I didn't stick to my plan and I instead chose to do another activity, that it would push back my bedtime by however many minutes that alternate activity would take, be it 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. So that really really kept me focused on sticking to my schedule because for me, getting to bed, getting rest was so, so, so important to me. So I want you to look at your schedule, factor in what time you need to get up in the morning to do your ideal morning and then figure out, okay, if I'm going to get eight hours of sleep or, you know, a lot of people can get by with seven. I don't think that's great, but if that works for you, that works for you. Some people need 10 hours of sleep. So figure out what your optimal sleep time is. And then you know you got to get to bed by 10 or 11 p.m. And then you can start scheduling out your time even more effectively while also automatically incorporating a lot of those self-care activities because you're putting them into your morning routine. Another key tip for having a successful morning routine is also taking a look at how you prepare for that the night before. So think about what your mornings are like right now. Are you putting your lunch together as you're trying to rush out the door? Are you grabbing a 
Cliff Bar and eating it in the car or a Pop-Tart or something that's totally not going to serve you? Is it chaos? Are you running around forgetting things that you have to take with you in order to be set up for a successful day? So as you look at that, think about how you can prepare yourself the night before. As you are preparing dinner, can you go ahead and set aside your lunch for the next day? Can you get your clinical bag or your work bag together, put it by the door? Can you get whatever clothes you're planning to wear the next day out and ready to go? So even just taking that little bit of time to prep ahead of time can really help you have a successful morning and follow that morning routine. So on those days when you do have to be somewhere very early and it's not conceivable to do your ideal or your full routine, then take a moment to design an expedited routine. The point here is even if you're only doing a few things on your expedited routine, my expedited routine basically skips the exercise and does it either later in the day or I just skip it for that day because sometimes I don't have the time to do that. If I have to be somewhere before 8 a.m., I'm not willing to give up extra sleep to do that. That's my choice. It's intentional. So the point is make an intentional plan for what your expedited routine is. And I'll tell you guys, the coffee part is never, ever out of my routine. That is a requirement no matter how much of a time crunch that I'm in. So design that expedited routine just so that there is something about your day, even those really busy days, that is intentional, okay? So let's talk a little bit here about some of the benefits of having a morning routine, just in case I haven't sold you on the idea just yet. I would say the overall benefit, if we just had to choose one overall benefit, is that having a morning routine sets you up for having a day that is positive, that you design, and that follows a feeling of intention and purposefulness. Because you're starting your day with intention, chances are you're going to continue the day with intention as well. Another great benefit of morning routines is that they really do help you reduce stress. You don't want to start the day with that high cortisol level. So by already making basically the core decisions about your morning ahead of time, you're not making a bunch of in-the-moment decisions. You're following your routine with faith and knowledge that everything that's critical will be done. So when you start your day with less stress then it's a likelihood that your day will continue that way as well. You're also much less likely to forget those critical important things like taking your laptop with you or bringing your care plan with you to clinical or taking your vitamins or giving the dog his medication. You're less likely to forget them when they're incorporated into a consistent daily routine. A morning routine also starts your day by prioritizing you and your self-care. It really helps you create healthy habits. How many times have you thought, oh, I'll work out later or, oh, I'll do that really good thing for me later 
and then you don't because guess what? Life happens. The day gets thrown at you and things get lost in the shuffle. If you do them first thing in the morning, you're so much more likely to do them consistently. Another huge benefit of morning routines is that overall, your whole morning will just be less chaotic, less busy feeling, less full, if you know what I mean. You'll feel that space and feeling space in your morning and your thoughts and your heart lowers stress again and helps you feel calm. And if you have that calm morning, Later in the day, when you start to feel chaos, maybe you're about to take an exam, you're going to be able to regenerate that feeling of calm because you started your day with it. So start your day with a morning routine, feeling that calmness. You guys, it's so amazing. I can't stress enough what a beautiful thing this has been for my life to do. And I really, really want you to try it. Along with that calmness comes a sense of well-being and control in your life. So much of our lives are outside of our control, or we feel that way anyway, right? You may be in school and pulled in 500 directions with so many things to do. Well, if you start the day with that feeling of control, then you at least don't feel like you've given over your whole entire life to this other thing, okay? And then Have you ever started to notice that, you know, especially when your life is really chaotic or really busy, that you start to be more impatient, you start to be kind of snippy towards your your spouse, your partner, your kids, you start to feel maybe a little resentful about school or your job, but you can't really quite put your finger on where these feelings are coming from. It's very possible that you have not been prioritizing yourself. And so when we start to get resentful or angry at the other factors in our life that pull our attention away from ourselves, it's because we haven't been giving ourselves any love. So if you incorporate this self-care, this self-nurturing, this kindness to yourself every single day, then you can give the rest of your day or a good portion of the rest of your day over to all these other responsibilities in your life without feeling resentful or angry or stressed or snippy with the people that you love. And then one more quick thing that I want you guys to do is think about something that can symbol or signal a transition back from your end of the workday especially your school day if you're a student, and back into your own life. So especially for those of you that are doing distance education, where you feel like school and life are all the same, it's really, really important that you have that separation. So what I'm talking about here is a symbolic act that tells your mind, your brain, your body, your spirit that school is done and now I'm going to focus back on my life, my family, myself, my home, the things that nurture and fulfill me. So maybe it's a simple activity like closing your notebooks, closing your textbooks, stacking them neatly on your desk or stacking them neatly in the bookcase, shutting down your computer, closing your laptop, and then maybe taking 10 deep breaths and letting go of the stress 
the thoughts, that constant mind chatter. For other students, I've heard of people doing the symbolic act of washing their hands at the end of the day, washing away the stress of school. Then you can just go right back into your life, kind of bookending your day with that morning routine and then closing it out symbolically so that you can go back to your life and doing those things that nurture you. And training your brain to stop thinking about school or work or clinical so that you have that space in your life. So jot that down as well and then try that for a few days and see how it feels. And then another type of routine, I talked about this in depth in episode 24. You also want to look at developing routines for clinical or if you're a working nurse for your start of shift routine, basically. So I talk about that in depth. So go back and check out episode 24. But what I'll say to this just very briefly is that, and this was just an example, and I think I talk about it in one of my previous episodes as well, is when I was orienting a new ICU nurse. And I was very much a proponent of the morning routine, my start of shift routine with this individual and, you know, it involved things like, you know, getting report, of course, and then looking at the labs, making kind of a quick schedule for the day, looking when the meds were due, certain interventions, when I was going to get those done, taking a look at the HNP or the latest doctor's note, you know, just kind of a, a collection of things that I would do before I would go in and really get involved in patient care. So one day, you know, my orientee said, you know what I'm going to try, Mo? I'm going to try. I'm not going to do all this stuff. I'm just going to get in there and get my head to toe done just like super early. And I'm just going to get it out of the way. And I'm like, okay, great. That's fabulous. You do that and let me know how it goes. So as I watched my orientee go about his morning, I noticed he was so busy. He was so, so busy. And I was making sure he was getting all of his stuff done. You know, I was kind of following him from afar because he was pretty close to being off orientation. And I was just there at that point acting as a resource and a mentor and kind of supervising his work. And around like 11, I think he came up to me and he said, oh boy, I got it handed to me today. I thought that I could skip the morning routine and just go in there and get straight to work. And I got it handed to me. And you were right. I really need to have a systematic way to approach my day. So with that, go back and listen to episode 24 and see about what you could do to have a really solid start of shift routine that sets you up for a more positive, more structured, more intentional workday as well. So your homework for the day is to sit down, take 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and think about what your morning routine entails. Remember, you're going to assign a amount of time to each task so that you get an overall idea of how long your ideal routine takes and then also that expedited routine as well. And then start plugging those routines into your life, into your plan. Try to aim for doing it most days of the week. And then on those days when you can really 
honestly only do an expedited routine, then figure out what that routine may be and schedule that in as well. So that's your homework assignment for this week. And then I want to hear back from you guys. So email me, hello at straightanursingstudent.com. I want to hear how this has helped you in feeling more in control, more peace, more joy in your days because you're starting the day on such an amazing platform where you're focusing on your self-care and what fills your cup and fills your day with that positive intention. So if you're a nursing student and you like this idea of planning out your time, planning out your schedule, planning out your days, then I invite you to check out the planners that I create for nursing students specifically because I know what your busy schedule is like. So I will include the link to that in the show notes. If you are somewhere where you can jot it down, it's www.etsy.com slash shop slash straight A nursing, but I'll link to it as well. And these planners I put out twice a year. I put out a January one and then more of an academic calendar one that starts in July. And these planners have place for you to make lists for all the assignments that you have due, all the tasks you need to do for your home and your life. So it kind of keeps your home life and your school life separate. And then there's space for you to block out time each and every day so that you can really get intentional with what you're doing and when you're doing it. And then there's another great section where you can do meal planning, workout planning, keep track of your kids' schedules, your spouse's schedule, however you want to design that, that's there for you as well. And then, of course, every week I include a little nursey fact, these little tidbits that just seem to come in really handy for students on exams because they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that little thing I read in my planner. And then they use that on their exam. So if you want to check those out, go to the Etsy shop and I'll link to it as well. So I'll see you guys back here next week when we talk about tracheostomy emergencies. So don't be scared of tracheostomies, but I do want you to be aware of things that could happen, and then you'll be prepared to handle them with confidence and skill. So I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing. At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment.